I'm Helen Senos, Senior Director of Product Marketing here at Sienna. Optical communications is really the way we're able to connect everyone around the globe today. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Hi, Helen. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Catherine, for the invite. This should be a really interesting conversation and kind of a new area for me. So um, I'm looking forward to that. But we'll be talking about 800 gigs, which I have heard is a hot topic in the optical industry these days. So hopefully you can explain to me why that is. But first, what is an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you? Thank you for asking this question, Catherine, because it, it, it took me some time to think about it and, and reflect about what this means and how being a woman has empowered me. And um, at first it was very difficult to answer the question because I, I've, I've been raised by you know, a, a mom which did everything in our household, you know, from full-time work and, and cooking and, and schoolwork to house repairs and everything else. So for me there, there at the beginning, I, I didn't really see a difference, you know, why is a woman different than men? I went into engineering. I, I wanted to really understand how things worked and, and get to the bottom of things. I always loved solving mysteries. And, um, and, and that meant being in a class, you know, 60 people and students where I was one of four women. And, and going through that, you know, th there is some skepticism, you know, that, uh, that I felt from, from people that I would not be able to, to make it or, or to cut it in that type of environment. Uh, being in that, in that male heavy type of environment, you know, I, I learned to be more prepared um, to get to the bottom of every detail, you know, to, to basically to, to be more resilient. And, and so that in itself, um, I think is an important example of, of where being a woman has empowered me and, and has given me that resiliency that has helped me um, overcome other, you know, many other obstacles in, in life and work life and, and personal life. And, you know, what's interesting is particularly in the last five years, I, I've gotten several, you know, female reach out to me at work and say, you know, that they find me inspirational or, an ins ins or that I've inspired them, which, you know, to be honest, has, has come as a surprise because I never thought that but also realize that it is a responsibility and it helps me also turn things full, full circle where I was inspired and now I can pay that forward and inspire other women. I think you brought up a really important point, which is that growing up, you didn't really feel different because you're a woman. You didn't think there was any reason to feel empowered because you are a woman specifically. And the, this realization as you got older or changed environments that being a woman does mean something in our society. And, and there's a mix of positives and negatives to that. 
And I think that's just like a really important thing to talk about. It's something I'm particularly interested in because I remember one of the things I first learned about how women are treated differently is that women don't speak up in class. I always spoke up in class. I always spoke up in class. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the annoying person. Yeah, right. I always had questions. I always had thoughts. I always had ideas. So, you know, when that was the first thing I heard, I was like, well, that's not my problem. So maybe I don't have this problem of, of, of being a woman and being treated differently. Of course, that was incorrect. And of course, there's a lot more to it than that. I, I just think, you know, having privilege or being disadvantaged, you realize it, it looks a lot of different ways. At the end of last year, uh, you wrote an article about the adoption of 800 gigs in which you discuss how quickly the industry is embracing it. First, what is it and what challenges is it solving? Yes. Okay. So let me first take a step back and explain, you know, at a, at a high level what optical communications is. And, and optical communications is really the way we're able to connect everyone around the globe today. And as soon as you want to send any data, whether it's a video, voice communications across any distance, this is going to go through an optical fiber, which has a, a finite amount of spectrum that can be used to carry, you know, this data and this traffic. And uh, if you add the number of wavelengths that are running over this fiber and the capacity on the wavelengths, you get, you know, what's this total capacity that can be carried over fiber that can connect two locations or two people together, et cetera. Service providers, cloud and content providers, what they wanna do is carry as much as possible over their networks and, and be very efficient with that. So when we talk about 800 gig, this actually refers to the coherent optical technology that can transmit 800 gigabits per second over a single wavelength. And this is 800 billion bits per second, you know, ones and zeros carrying, carried over one single wavelength. So over, you know, two, an optical transmitter and a receiver is, is sending all that. And that's the equipment that we make. And, and so it's, it's quite impressive if, if you think about that. And, and what it, why is it important is because it improves um, the amount of capacity that customers can carry by two or four times what they were able to do before. So basically it's about doing more with less. You know, you, you can carry more, you can connect more people, you can provide, you know, high bandwidth connectivity to more people, provide a, a better, higher quality end user experience. You know, th those, those are some examples. So in a nutshell, 800 gig enables cloud and, and content providers, service providers, cable operators, uh, enables them to offer this high capacity connectivity and get more efficiencies uh, out of the network while they're doing that. Can you further characterize its adoption by customers in this field? Like who's adopting it, where and why? Absolutely. And, and this is my favorite topic because we are, are just so excited about, about this. Sienna is the first and really only uh, vendor that has been deploying 800 gig for a little bit over a year now. It's about a year and a half. And we have seen incredible adoption. 
and the fastest customer adoption from any of the previous technologies that we've we've shipped to our customers. So we have, you know, several large hyperscale. So these are the large global cloud and content providers have been deploying it in production since last year. Uh, large service providers, cable operators, research and education institutes, uh, government. Uh, so really, it's 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 wide scale. Uh, over 95 customers, over 11,500, you know, wavelengths uh, that that we've shipped so far. And what's truly exciting is that these are global uh, network deployments. It's, it's not just one location or one type of customer. And if I think about, you know, from a U.S. perspective, we have, you know, there's Windstream, uh, Verizon, Internet2, Crosslight Fiber, uh, Lightpath, uh, Segra. We have Bell in Canada. We have uh, Marcatel that's that's uh, linking Mexico to the U.S. We have Southern Cross across, you know, the Pacific, NTT Com in Japan, and Bardi in India. You know, so the list goes on and on, and uh, it's 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 quite exciting, and and we're very proud to be enabling, you know, this this large connectivity around the globe. Yeah, it is really cool the the global adoption of it. Um, so let's. Let's talk about the edge of networks specifically a little bit. And what is the current climate like at the edge of networks right now with kind of the competing strains from mobile, fixed, and, and wireless? Yeah, there's actually a lot of action uh, happening at, at the edge right now from all network providers. And the reason for that is, is that the industry is, is kind of at this inflection point where you know, the services that they offer, applications, the high bandwidth application and content is moving closer to the edge to be closer to the, the consumers, you know, of, of this, of this uh, content. And, and when I say consumers and end users, this can be both humans and machines. Um, and one of the main reasons for this evolution is, is the need to minimize latency for many of these high bandwidth, you know, high value applications to, to provide these very high quality experiences to end users. And so um, this is why things are moving closer because you need to minimize the, the, the latency. And AI or artificial intelligence, you know, we, we hear about that more and more in the industry. This is just like one example of such an application which you know a lot of times needs very low latency you know to be able to to do the compute functions very quickly um, to provide the end result you know to that that is required um, where the end user gets almost a seamless experience and the network is transparent right they, they want something they ask for something and it's it's there um, without any waiting I, I would also add, you know, with, with the pandemic, we're seeing an even bigger focus on, on modernizing networks and modernizing this part of the network in particular, as people are increasingly relying on the network for, for basically everything, right? Um, do everything from home. Enterprises uh, are accelerating the move to the cloud, you know, and they need this connectivity to anywhere. So, so certainly we're seeing uh, a lot of focus on the edge right now because of this. Okay, great. And 
Uh, I wanted to use the last question, Helen, to talk to you a little bit about Sienna and what you guys are doing and the trends that you're following. I I know you just mentioned there is an increased focus on modernizing the network due to COVID. So what else is the company really watching right now in this field? Two of the very interesting trends that that I would would bring up. Um, One is the increasing dependence and focus on software and automation and and using this. Uh, Because as one of our customers have said, it's it's very interesting quote, humans are now becoming the barrier to network growth. Um, And there is this need to leverage automation and AI by our customers to successfully meet you know, the needs of, of the customers that are actually using the networks. And that's actually another key area of focus for us is on uh, delivering these uh, advanced software solutions and advanced analytics applications to help our customers do that and modernize their networks. That's one. Um, another trend that we're seeing are, you know, service providers are, um, They've always been focused, I guess, on going green, but uh, sustainability is becoming a, a higher priority, you know, in, in the agenda, I, I would say, likely coming from consumers being increasingly green minded. This is um, driving a shift in uh, service providers looking to, to be more proactive in addressing, you know, climate change across all sectors. And we're seeing more and more uh, service providers announcing carbon neutral pledges. This aligns very well with uh, Sienna's strategy because technology innovation is is an area where we're continuously investing in. And uh, this is one of the areas where we recently calculated the investment in technology innovation and, and how that has translated into improvements in the environment And uh, we found that over the last decades, the investments we've made have resulted in avoiding over 3 million metric tons of CO2 emissions. So this is equivalent to burning nearly 3.5 billion pounds of coal. (laughs) You know, so incredible when you think about it that way. Uh, We definitely all have an important role to play. Well, honestly... As a concerned citizen, that is a relief to hear that one of the trends is sustainability. Uh, helps a little bit with my recent climate change anxiety I've been feeling. So, so thank you for sharing that with me, actually. No, um, our pleasure. Yes, it's, t- it's becoming top of mind more and more. So it's, it's our pleasure. Absolutely. Well, Helen, thanks for explaining optical transport to me and for being here today. My pleasure. Well Technically is an Arden Media production. For advertising inquiries, contact Danny Miller at dmiller at ardenmedia.com.